Late on a Sunday, once again. We got some habits, huh? We got some, yeah, we got to kick these habits. Yeah. We got to kick these habits. I think, uh, well, you had a big day. Yeah, it was uh, just a family day. Yeah, you had a big day at the pool, though. You know, yeah. you were doing a very controversial lap. <laughs> very controversial. So yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe we can throw this out there and people can decide for themselves, right? Yeah. Because maybe this is more controversial than we even know this this could be a point of contention yeah, okay go right? ahead yeah so ansley told me that she swam some laps mm-hmm. at the pool yeah and i asked how many laps and you said six laps yeah and i said wow six laps and you're like yeah up back that's two laps. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you say it like that, it sounds silly. I said up is one, back is two. Okay. Up so is, okay. let's not misrepresent <laughs> this to make somebody sound silly, Sydney. the way I said it sounds silly. <laughs> up is one lap, back is two laps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so how, how, how dare I misrepresent that? I think that's an important point right there. Okay. It's a very important distinction for Ansley. All I'm saying is that in order for something to be a lap, it has to come back through the starting point. <laughs> yeah. It sounds right when I say it like that now. <laughs> and, and I told you I did six dashes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so, yes. So, yeah. So, six dashes. You did six dashes. Three laps. Yeah. Six dashes. And you did that three times. Yeah. It's a, lot of, it's a lot of laps. It's nine laps. Yeah. 18 dashes. <laughs> yeah. You know. and It's, I, and it's I a lot. So when people swim, when they say go take a like if you're at swim lessons or practice and they t- take a lap in the pool, yeah, do you do you go down and back? Up and back. Are you that's, sure? That's one lap. Are you sure? Yeah, because you were on swim teams. <laughs> no, I, I was on diving. Oh yeah, you I was never on a swim team. You guys didn't do lap. No, we didn't do lap. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, every time you jumped off the board, that was one dive. Was one you lap. didn't have to come back and like <laughs> back, get back. back to the top. Yeah, you didn't have to go. <laughs> get back to the top, put your hands up. Yeah. <laughs> one dive complete and climb back down the ladder. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, but you're not allowed, you're not allowed to climb back down a, a ladder. Once you, once you climb up the ladder to you dive, traverse the you ladder? have to dive. That was the rule at my pool. Yeah, like nobody comes. Yeah, you were not you were not allowed to climb back down the ladder because <laughs> it created too much ca- chaos and too yeah. much traffic. Yeah, like you can't be climbing down. The, you, you get your ass up there, you're jumping off the diving board. Did this had to be enforced? Oh uh, yeah, multiple you know, times. A lot of black people at our pool. Yeah, it had to be enforced. <laughs> Jump. Regularly. Yeah, but I can't swim. Then why did you climb up there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had uh, we had rules at our pool, like you couldn't be on a certain side of the pool, like a certain level of depth, unless you pass the swimming lesson. That's normal. Yeah. I think you also couldn't do the diving well. That's normal. Yeah. 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 You usually need a tag for those, those places. Yeah. It created this weird dynamic where I came from a town where a lot of the black kids could swim. Yeah. So I never understood that. Yeah. Well, you had like a public pool that people could go to. Mm -hmm. That's pretty rare up here, right? $2.50 to get in. Oh, wow. Yeah, I could go there <laughs> as a kid. Yeah. Just with a towel, basketball shorts, because it's time tight. Yeah. You know, pay $2.50 to go swimming all day. Yeah. And then just leave. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty sick. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. 
So, you know, in order to be able to be, you know. So, anyway, I say all this to say, like, I knew a lot of black kids. Because I knew black kids that were on diving teams. Yeah. I knew black kids that were on swim teams. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, I knew black kids that were Speedos. <laughs> Yeah. Rare. Yeah. Like yeah. for one to grow up in an area where most of the black kids could swim, that's already rare from what I understand. And then some of the kids, some of the black, a decent percentage of the black kids did swim team at some point in their youth. I don't, it's very like down South and like living on military bases, like having an affordable pool was just a given to me. Yeah. Until I got to this area. And I was like, what, towns don't have an affordable pool for the community? Like a community pool that everyone goes to? Yeah. I mean, I, I think our, our pool is somewhat affordable. The, not, the, not, the, not the pool that we use, <laughs> but the pool that's in the area. That we haven't gotten tags for because it's a little bit unaffordable? I mean, it's, it's, it's costly. Yeah. You know, but we could afford it. Yeah. But it's costly. Yeah. You know, but if you didn't have an option that we had. You'd make it work. But I'm used yeah. to like, I feel like it's much more normal to have like a community pool that like, like you don't pay for. Like you just, it's just there. Yeah, no, that's pretty, it was pretty sick. Group yeah. pool was pretty sick. Shout out group pool. It didn't last. No. The business model didn't last. <laughs> it couldn't sustain. Yeah. But, you know, I'm glad that we had it. Yeah. You know, it was, uh, yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> it was a good time. <laughs> You know, black people swimming, no big deal. That's what I what up. Welcome to Two Jack Bros. Welcome. How are you doing? Ansley's doing good. She swam some laps today. <laughs> couple of them. Couple couple controversial laps. I um Yeah. I'm just trying I was trying to learn all day. Do you know how to do the flip turn? You mean like a dolphin kick? When you like it come to the end of your one of your laps, yeah, the end of your first lap, halfway through the lap. No, when you come down to the end of your first lap, you need to turn. Do you go underwater and flip turn? I can. You know what it's called? I mean, you can call it what you want. I mean, I, I know exactly what you meant when you said it. Yeah. You know, I, I, can, I, I can do a couple things. Yeah. Okay. I can do a couple I'm just things. wondering. Did you do a flip turn, or did you s- stop swimming, stand, turn around, and then push off the wall and start swimming again? <laughs> I didn't stand because you couldn't touch on one end. Oh, okay. But um, I started with flip turns, but they were exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> Took a lot out of you. Out of me. Yeah. Yeah. So I go on. You were learning all day? Yeah, I was. So, you know, I spent all day, you know, because my algorithm, since I started watching Love on the Spectrum on YouTube, starts throwing me all this autism stuff. Right? <laughs> it's like, oh, you're going to be autistic about autism now, huh? <laughs> yeah. 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 You're going to really get into this. Yeah. <laughs> so I've seen interviews of yeah. people that are do, like, you know, Love on the Spectrum characters doing interviews. And I saw this one interview from one of the characters, Michael. Yeah. Right. Is he, he's your favorite. Uh, I find him interesting. I find yeah. him compelling. So, uh, because he's the one that oh sorry, no, sorry. he's the one that um when he talked about his spirituality i was like oh we're fucking autistic spiritual people because we like i aligned with him too much i was like yeah michael i know yeah wait what was his spirituality i don't think i got to that part he so he like he believes in um <laughs> so inside his room he's got pictures of all of the um chakras yeah and he's like very into the colors of the chakras and what they mean um 
and he like visited a Buddhist temple because he likes the teachings of Buddhism and like, you know, you've got to be like water, you know, and that <laughs> sometimes said that. he said like water. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he, uh, he was like often, you know, you find what you're looking for when you get pushed off the, you know, your desk or you find your destiny when you're lost. Or, like he was like saying these quotes and I was like, those are great quotes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was watching. So in the interview, his mom was with him in an interview. Yeah. Right? And uh, so they were interviewing both him and his mom. And she's also a character, too, because she just handles everything in such a, this jolly way. Yeah, yeah. So she's funny, uh-huh. you know. And she's, like, funny throughout the interview. She, she is a character of some kind. Yeah. You know, and uh, she's, like, a new archetype. Yeah. You know, mother, like, like mom on the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> or something. You know what she I mean? She just, like, laughs at him, like, like, she doesn't, like, stifle it. It's, like... Yeah, she just enjoys it. Yeah, she yeah. Good, she does not allow it to get her down. She enjoys it for what can be enjoyed out of it. Well, yeah, and she's not like baby him, babying him at all. No. She's like treating him like a normal person. Which is, you know, good for him. Yeah. You know, it seems like. It seems like it's worked out well for him. Yeah. So, you know, I'm watching it and uh, he has Asperger's, mm-hmm. you know, and she was. So one of the things they were talking about is how. He's not into chicks that are on the spectrum. No, okay. He prefers neurotypical chicks, Mm -hmm. right? And although he does hang out with friends on the spectrum, and the mom was like, yeah, he has Aspie friends. He just doesn't like Aspie girls. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Aspie? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because Aspie is a really fun short for Asperger's. Yeah. It's so fun that I'm almost like, are we allowed to say that? That's really fun to say. I enjoy saying that. There's no way we're allowed to say that. Yeah. Not with the way that I I saw the glee in your eyes. (laughs) You were like, am I going to get to stay Aspie? (laughs) (laughs) The jury's still out, though. I don't know. I don't know how you feel about it. I feel safe. I feel like I'm being trapped. I feel like I'm going to say it and you're going to be like, gotcha. Well, I'm not trying to get you. I don't want you got. Okay. Okay. I don't want you got. <laughs> you know, I want you. I want you. I want you lifted upon the shoulders of the masses. Okay. You know, I want you celebrated for your bravery. <laughs> well, if it comes to me, I'll say it. I'm not just going to say it. Like, if well, I, I mean, yeah, you, you like, ask me friends. You're, you're like, uh, <laughs> like a person who showed up at a party was like, yeah, I can freestyle. And you're like, go ahead, do it. Like, no, I, don't, I mean, I don't, I don't just do it all. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, if a freestyle comes to me, I'll freestyle. You know what I mean? Like, if a, if a good beat's on or something. Yeah, yeah. Gotta put on a, put on, put on something a little aspy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slip into something a little aspy. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, so, but yeah, that was that was funny to me, and. Uh, like how, how we were talking before about how these the people the love and respect people they take dating so literally where they're li- literally looking for somebody that fits all of their interests right checks all the boxes got to check the boxes yeah and he was talking about how he has siblings that he honors them and treats them with love and respect but he's not close to either one of them yeah and she goes well why aren't you close to them and he's like well we don't have the same passions yeah. And we had different viewpoints on things. Yeah. Where it's like, wow. Yeah. That's cr- that's a crazy, because we have different viewpoints on things and we don't have the same passions, I'm not close to my siblings. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I love them. Yeah. But 
he lives with them. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Sees him and talks to him every day. All, every time, all the time. They give him, they give him dating, dating advice. Yeah. They seem to be like a really close-knit family. Yeah. But he considers himself not close to them for that reason alone. And that is that is a wild perspective to yeah. consider. Yeah. Like, I don't even, I can't even imagine what that means for his world and in a relationship. Because he's, he's talking about how he's trying to find the right chick. Yeah. He had a crush on this chick named Rena way back in the day. It wasn't reciprocated. I think she had a boyfriend. And from that point on, he realized that chasing chicks with boyfriends was a waste of time. Okay. He learned. Yeah. He's never doing that again. Yeah. He's never really had a crush on a girl like that since her. And he's looking for that feeling. Yeah. To have. Well, he's like old now, though, too. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, older. Yeah. Like, like if I don't know when that crush happened, but if that, like, was a 16 year old crush or something. Yeah. And now you're like a 30 year old person. Like, I don't know if your feelings are, like, going to pump through you the same way. He's 26. 26. Which is younger than he looks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's, uh, you know, the stress of not getting any pussy is really aging. <laughs> yeah. He's, he demands it. Yeah. <laughs> Not, we doesn't demand it, but he, he demands companionship. Yeah. He, and it seems like his mom and his dad have a good relationship, whereas you see how that can backfire mm-hmm. with kids. Mm-hmm. Because you see you have these kids that have parents that have a good relationship, so they want that. They don't understand the effort that it took to get there. Everything that, w- like, they just, they see it at the point that they see it, and it just seems so natural. That's just what it is. Mom and dad love each other. This is what a relationship is supposed to look like. But they, they weren't there for all the bad burrito days. Man, we're going to fuck up our kids if we don't start telling them about our bad burrito days, Sydney. We're going to have to, yeah. I'm going to feel like, kids, look, I fingered a lot of chicks. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Ah, Let's talk we're in about danger, it. yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah. It wasn't easy. Yeah. It wasn't easy going from fingering all those chicks <laughs> to just fingering one chick. It wasn't easy. <laughs> But that's what a relationship is. Yeah. <laughs> it's sacrifice. <laughs> I, I, maybe you should leave this to me. <laughs> nah, you got to tell my son has to know that. <laughs> you can't. That is what that, that has to be explained to a young man. A young man has to know that a relationship means sacrificing all potential vagina. I, I can't disagree with you. I mean, yeah. that is an important lesson for a young man. I think that's the beginning of a good relationship for a man. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Like, giving up. Like, that's like, that's one of the, fir- like, women cannot wait to close off the rest of those dicks. Yeah. Like, get me out of this fucking dick field, please. Yeah. You know? Like, just women are constantly, like, in the gravitational field of dicks. Well, if you, like, if you, like, imagine it in picture form, right? I feel like a lady's in a cage and she's just getting poked by dicks and she's like, oh, will somebody make this stop, you know? (laughs) But a guy's like in like a cage and he's just getting caressed. It's like more of a cave. It's just like everything's soft and pillowy and he's like, I like all this. Yeah, why would I ever want to give up all this? Yeah. Vaginas are awesome. (laughs) Each one's a little bit different than the last. None of them not awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Why would I ever want to stop this? And then there's like just a cage cage rattle. Ah! Just, yeah, it's all screamy. <laughs> Why are these dicks screaming? The balls come try to get in at you, too. The hairy, hairy the balls. Dicks, the dicks are the ones screaming. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, it's different. Yeah. It's definitely different. Yeah. Right? So, because, uh, you know, for, like, 
for a guy, it's like, well, why? And, you know, that is the, like, why would I want to give that up? You don't even understand. Like, even before it happens, even before you understand what a vagina is or feels like, you're like, why would I ever want to give that up? <laughs> <laughs> what, when I finally get to know what that feels like, why would I want to give that up? Yeah. Right. And again, like women are like, I can't wait, cannot wait to get, you know. Yeah. Jump, get me out of this. Yeah. Right. And uh, both of those need to be explained. Like both of those compulsions. <laughs> like there's you, so you have to, I have to sit our daughters down and be like, there's still going to be a dick and balls. Yeah. Like no matter where you are in life, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> even when you get rescued from all of the dicks and balls, there's still going to be one. Don't, but you, you also like, don't get desperate. <laughs> for don't just get one. Desperate to get away from all those dicks. <laughs> you got to hang like, out there for a while. Yourself, keep yourself safe. <laughs> keep, keep them at bay. Yeah. But don't just choose any. Yeah. <laughs> Just to keep you safe. You gotta wait for a dick that's not yelling quite as loud in you your know face. What I mean? Like a, a respectful one. <laughs> yeah. One that's gonna treat you good. Yeah. Over time. When that's yeah. like as as time develops, this dick is gonna learn how to treat you better. You have to have a relationship with it, like <laughs> yeah. like a girl is in the mist. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like don't look at any of them in the face the first day there, like <laughs> You think that's why women started keeping journals? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they could remember which dick was yeah, being nicer. All the good dicks <laughs> yeah. And all the bad dicks. That's just what she was doing. She was just keeping track of all the douchebags. Yeah. And all the potential good guys. Yeah. You know? You got to write it down sometimes. You got to remember. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. This morning, Austin laid down his jacket so I could cross the muddy pond. Or, yeah. Or a muddy puddle. When I turned around, his dick was out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was good or bad. <laughs> Man, shoot your shot, Austin. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure why women started keeping journals. <laughs> that's why men never got it. No, no. No, it's just like whatever yeah, whatever it takes to get with that pussy, I'll figure out how to unlock it. Yeah. You know? I don't care. <laughs> keep a journal. <laughs> I don't need to keep a journal. <laughs> Too busy pulling your dick out. See if it works. Yeah. How about now? <laughs> no? That's not the way? I'm going to put this away. I'm going to start over. <laughs> We're going to forget that that ever happened. You seem to be appalled by that. Unappall yourself. <laughs> Get ready for this. Should I open up with this smooth shit? I realize that now. Man, when do you think that stopped being legitimate? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like frowned upon? I mean, when you well, when it started being frowned upon, when it started being frowned upon, because at, at one point it was, it had to be, it had to be, because it it died with the poor people. I feel like, right? Typically throughout history, it seems <laughs> like mm-hmm. whatever class of people a fad dies with, it started in the other place, right? Mm-hmm. So, at some point, the aristocrat they were like, uh, the thing was to just pull your dick out and be like, yeah, listen, I, I make a lot of money. I own an estate. Here's my dick. What? Yeah, yeah. You know, and that was the like a kings way. and princes and whatever they could, right? I'm pretty sure. Well, you think back to um, what were we just watching, like the Marco Polo era, and they had like for the wealthy wealthy men, they had like brothels. They weren't brothels though, because yeah. they're pleasure dens, right? They were because they wouldn't even have to pay for the women. They just like for the emperor, they like tested women to make sure find the most sensual women. Yeah. And then like had them in a place for people to come. So, of course, when they came, they just. Yeah. It's like that's how they figured out which woman they were going to pick. They took their dick out and wherever it pointed. Yeah. (laughs) It was like a little divining rod. Yeah, for sure. For pleasure. 
Yeah. It's like, I don't know who's going to please me the most. Dick, scream at one of these ladies, please. <laughs> <laughs> Whichever lady he screams at, that's where I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> so it definitely was okay for like, and like, I'm sure, like other royals, you know? Yeah. And then poor people got it. And that was not okay. Pulling out a dirty dick. Yeah, they took that dirty <laughs> dick away. What are you yeah. doing? What are you doing? <laughs> That's like, I feel like it, it died on buses. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to see a dick on a bus. Yeah, it's like, come on, man. We're like halfway between my stop. <laughs> I can't, what are you doing, man? Yeah. With cities, like when there were more people to witness this, like. Yeah. Because I guarantee you that originally was the gentleman way to do it is you waited until you noticed that she was at her stop. Mm-hmm. And you say, hey, before you go, huh? <laughs> you think huh? that was the way they did it at one point? Yeah. And then like a lot of men probably convinced themselves that the reasons why they were striking out is because the women had to go. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, that's probably a bit. It seems like the gentlemanly thing to do so they don't have to like sit there with the ghost of my dick in their mind for the rest of the bus ride, <laughs> you know, as I'm just sitting here next to them. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, and then it was just like, yeah, maybe, you know, women are, you know, women, women always look like they're, women walk so fast. <laughs> <laughs> it's because there's a lot of dicks out there. <laughs> We've been trying to tell you this. Yeah. <laughs> You're communicating with body language via, tra- like via walking. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, look, look how fast we walk. It's scary out here. <laughs> That's why we walk so fucking fast. That's why you can't keep up with them. Wait, hold on. I'm so sorry. This may be a personal one, but uh, that's why you can't keep up with us at theme parks. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you're always at theme parks. Like, can we sit down for a second, please? Please. Theme parks are way too crowded for that. (laughs) I just want to sit down just so we can hang out together. I feel like we're just strung out as a family just walking around a theme park. I can't keep up. But yeah. You know, you start like you, they, the gentlemanly way to, to whip one out had to had to be when she got to her stop. When she yeah. was walking out. And then it was like the timings, you know, you commit yourself like, again, you're striking out because only because that women are in such a rush. They're always walking so fast. <laughs> 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 she just tried to get off the bus and away from that dick. <laughs> He's looking at her like, man, they walk so fast. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is dick still out? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's, I'm sure that I'm sure that's how that evolved, right? <laughs> no. it, 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 it died when men were they were like getting on the bus as soon as it started moving, taking their dick out. <laughs> you know, that was like that's when it died. Well, yeah, because now you're messing with the bus driver's income, the bus company income, right? Yeah. Like, I'm, who's getting on a bus when you as, when you walk on it? There's like dicks coming out. I'm not getting on that bus. No. You know? So we got to make rules now. Because yeah, then it, then it became a bad thing to do. Then it started to put other guys in compromised positions because if it's an ungentlemanly thing to do, if you're a guy in a bus and it's happening, you have to punch him in the nose. With his, And he has his dick out. Yeah, you got to punch a man with his dick out. <laughs> yeah. Now you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> if you touch a man with his dick out, you're gay. <laughs> yeah. That's why they put barriers between urinals. So yeah. you can't bump shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> it truly is a cooties, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just like, like, uh, that's like the urinals. Yeah. At uh, the uh, the troughs at baseball games. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's why baseball is the gayest sport. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. Yeah, no. So I was, uh, was out there. I was yeah. learning. You were learning, yeah. Yeah, I was learning. <laughs> yeah, is this part of it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do. So after my embarrassing debacle on the Patreon about mushrooms and fungi, oh, <laughs> I had to go relearn. Okay. <laughs> I relearned about mushrooms and fungi. Okay. I, um, but you know, we 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 could probably talk about that as we get into the show. Okay. You know, you you want to just hop into this, hop into the segments. Sure. You feeling good? I mean, yeah. you feeling good? Yeah, uh, yeah. So, as always, if you if you have been listening, thank you. If you're new to the Two Jack Bros, welcome. We like to just let it flow in the beginning, let it flow, let it set our mood for the show as we get into this journey to figure out how two people with our sensibilities and sense of humors and, and dispositions can reach enlightenment usually some some light dick talk helps us get closer <laughs> <laughs> at least those are our habits a little, a little, a little ld talk a little light dick talk a little, a little, a little, a little <laughs> i don't know we started i just want to be i just want to be perfectly clear about this it always ends up that somehow yeah, yeah. somehow it's uh but as always we like to kind of we, we do realize that there's going to be some level of self-awareness that's involved. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. We're not going to be completely exempt from examining our <laughs> own behavior. True. Right? We don't have to change. We believe we don't have to change. Yeah. We have to, we have to acknowledge. Right. We don't have to change. Right. One of the things that we feel like helps us set that energy on the path to enlightenment is to get everything back to neutral. We want to have, have no negativity lingering out there in the form of something that we feel the universe owes us mm-hmm. right so we always start off with a my bad which is an apology that we like to give out to anybody person place or thing any noun really yeah that may deserve it from us and just to help us get back to our clean slate ansley what do you got i have kind of a big one this week and i hope it, um, i hope it makes sense so my bad is to the universe itself. Wow. You got to do that every now and again. Yeah. You don't want to let the universe think that you don't appreciate it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I had one of those weeks where it was kind of like, um, I guess I, I felt uh, like, I hope oh, this comes out and makes sense. Like, you know, like I kind of felt a little bit sorry for myself and like, you know, it was like, like you start pondering, like, what is the meaning of life? Yeah. You know? And like, like why, what are we even doing with this? Like every day in and out, like what okay. is like, um, What's the point of it all yeah. type of thing? Well, it's, 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 it's hard to hear you say that you were feeling sorry for yourself knowing that I'm such a large part of your life, but <laughs> go on. <laughs> it's hard to hear. I'm not going to lie to you. You know, you know for, for several reasons. For one, you know, if I just take it at, at face value where it's, um, it's like, well, what the fuck? You know, yeah. it's like a little bit of that. But of course, I don't know. That's, that's not how you meant it. Or, and it's not. It's, it, it would be selfish for me to absorb it that way. Mm-hmm. Right? But then there's that other part. There's that other part of me that, like, you know, it's like the, you know, you're feeling sorry for yourself because the universe has its dick out at you, and I want to punch it in the nose. <laughs> I, w- I was gonna say, like, I mean, really, this last week, Cindy, how many times did you have your dick out for me? <laughs> like, not once, right? Not <laughs> once. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe you should take responsibility for that. Well, you th- you're saying you want more dick? No, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> well, but listen, you have to listen to the second part. Okay. Um, Uh-oh. <laughs> but so the apology comes to the universe because I felt like every day, um, 
you know, like I had like those amazing little moments that, you know, you have you with your family, mm-hmm. you have with your loved one, you know, like just like, like cool experiences and like very low key, but like definitely things that you appreciate, you know, um, like somebody making me an amazing dinner. Yeah. You know, like I, I taught a jujitsu class. Like yeah. I had a beautiful time with our kids, you know, at this pool that like we get to go to by all by ourselves and just like yeah. hang out, you know, and like like all these little moments and it, like like it happened enough and like I was thinking about this enough that it was like, you know, I was like I get it, universe, like I get it, like this it's this it's this it's this it's a moment like you don't have to tell me anymore, you yeah. know, like and so I'm I'm like sorry for doubting the universe, you know. Yeah. Wow. That was. uh that ended up pretty deep. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty, pretty, uh, it was a very vulnerable moment you just had right there. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love that you can come to two Jack Bros and you get a moment like that sandwiched between TikTok. I just started TikTok again. <laughs> <laughs> We're TikTok yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just needed to sandwich that in. I just, only for that reason. I just, I just, I needed it to be complete for what I was saying. <laughs> well, I guess that's the lesson too, right? Because like as a woman, there's a lot of dick out there, right? And we're saying that you need to be aware of that. But like in between all those like dick pokes, like there's amazing moments, you yeah. know? So like stay in it. Like yeah. don't cling to the first dick. Yas. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But I, I mean, that's good. I mean, you've been, you've been on a really um, nice little uh, philosophically impactful journey right now mm-hmm. where... You know, I showed you that that post. I, I, I put a picture on Instagram of, you know, like someone who actually mentioned uh, when you one up to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with my quote, you one up me with a better quote. I'm sure your quote touched thing. people too. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody said anything about you my know that quote. tree and those roots <laughs> and like. Sydney <laughs> said some shit about a tree. <laughs> but they uh, don't don't be afraid to act because you're afraid to do too little or yeah, yeah. To do something because, and um, you know, that, that has been creeping up and that, that was one of the reasons that got me back into learning because I keep not listening to my audio book because I want to take notes. Yeah. And when I take notes, I take dense notes. So sometimes I'm like, well, I don't feel like taking dense notes right now. Yeah. Yeah. So then I don't listen to the audio book. So I forced myself. It was like, Hey, don't be afraid of not taking notes to listen to this yeah you know what i mean like fucking listen like get don't like don't be don't let the fear of not retaining the information in written form be the reason you don't seek out the information right right that's silly and like when you put things in the perspective of of that that saying Mm -hmm. it makes you makes you realize how silly it is that you weren't doing the thing you wanted to do Mm -hmm. Mm because that's what it ends up being it's like this is the thing i wanted to do yeah i want i wanted to hear this information yeah. yeah. And it's it's like you I feel like sometimes you have to contextualize things like that cuz a lot of times as human beings we don't do the thing that we want to do. And you know you've got to come to terms with why you're not doing that. And sometimes you know it's it's that simple. Like it's not like oh I'm a self-sabotager because I just self-sabotage myself. You know like that doesn't give you any action. That yeah. just is like a personality trait. Well, I mean that goes into my my bad for the week which is the my bad to myself because I did see myself as kind of like a pathological self-sabotager. Yeah. And like, even if, even if it's in small ways, you know, but I was starting to, 
not starting to, but I think for a while it was like, oh, that I have a tendency to every now and again self-sabotage, mm-hmm. you know? And it only, it only, it comes down to that. It comes down to a point where I get this, in this area where I'm afraid to make a move because I'm afraid to do too little. Yeah. And then that becomes a self, the, the path of self, self-sabotage. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm sorry that I convinced myself of that for so long. Yeah. Like, I apologize to myself yeah. for that. Yeah. Like, I, man, Sydney, I'm sorry. I can do better. Yeah. I know it was tough raising yourself <laughs> a, as it was. Yeah. When both of your parents were fucking animals. Yeah. They were too self-absorbed in their own lives <laughs> to realize. Hey, your mom was out battling dicks <laughs> and your dad was out <laughs> showing dick. I know that they were. <laughs> probably, yeah. For sure. My dad was out. Definitely out there trying to make sure that his dick, his dick was never, never lonely. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure my, my dad always tries to make sure his dick has a companion. Yeah. You know? <laughs> He's out there shooting the shot. But yeah, that's. Uh, yeah. I, I think I think about that because like when I think about how my mom. Like went through so much of an effort to you know, like mold me into like this Casanova like yeah. character. Yeah. Where it's like, why are you trying to contribute more dick to the population? <laughs> it's like, don't you have any compassion for your fellow ladies out there? Yeah. You know, it's like, cause a lot of what you're telling me to do is only going to lead to me like connecting the dot to take on my dick. But you gotta, but you like, you think of your son and you're, he's like going to be in the rat race, right? You want him to win the rat race. Like if that's the rat race that, you know, like that's what you, you know, like, like he's got to be the best at that. You know, like all of a sudden the real winners are out there taking their dick out. Yeah. (laughs) So if you're going to be out there taking your dick out, you got to be doing it with class (laughs) (laughs) and style. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Got to have a sexy walk. (laughs) (laughs) She was just trying to keep you out of jail. Yeah. Walking sexy with your dick out just seems <laughs> so not straight. It seems like it needs a lot of practice. Like you got to figure out where the sway and the wobble and the wiggle yeah. goes. I mean, but you're, you're I'm like, you know, so that that it depends on what kind of dick you're talking about. You're talking about <laughs> like a, you know, like a limp dick or or, or a presentation <laughs> model. You know? I don't I don't know. Did you <laughs> practice both? Is <laughs> that <laughs> <laughs> so your homework assignment? You talking about a leisure dick or you talking about dick in sport mode? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny way sport mode <laughs> you love thinking that your dick has a sport mode don't you <laughs> I, do, I do now yeah yeah that's hilarious yeah i never had a boat in my life i mean my dick is in sport mode a lot <laughs> sport mode <laughs> Talk to Finn Finn. Now he's going to come in age soon. You're gonna, your dick's going to go to sport mode. You're not even going to put it in sport mode. <laughs> You're not even going to know how it got into sport mode. <laughs> but it doesn't mean anything. Sometimes it just happens. You don't have to do a sport. <laughs> just because it's in sport mode. All right? Sometimes it's just science class, dude. Just learn science. It's just a beaker. Yeah. <laughs> the tall, skinny it's, beaker. It's, yeah, that little... Little fucking hips on that beaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's um, that's 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 yeah, that's a fun. My mom basically was like, <laughs> she was trying to make me 
a black geisha. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, that's what you do with daughters to a point, right? Like you teach them how to be pretty and, you know, classy and attractive, you yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah. like you we would, don't think about it that way, but like we do, you know, wear this pretty dress, do your hair, you know, get your nails done, you know, sexy, sexy stuff. Yeah, but the difference is when you're doing that, you're trying to teach a young girl how to land a husband. Mm-hmm. Right. And traditionally in doing so, you dodge his dick until you're married. Uh huh. You know, it's like. That, that's what the ring signifies. It's like. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. You may now bring the dick. <laughs> <laughs> Unleash, release the cracking. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, but with, with my mom, she was trying to teach me how to like seduce women. Yeah. Which is, ew. <laughs> fucking ew. Are you kidding me? Why are we talking about she this? She was giving you, what I'm saying is she was like a single mom giving you the skills that she had, you know? Yeah, but first of all, you should have start teaching me that shit before you got me a Nintendo. That was bad timing. <laughs> bad timing. I had other shit I wanted to do for this point in life. So she waited too long in life? Out of life. Out of life at this point. <laughs> so she should started earlier. <laughs> she started yeah. at like seven, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. After it was, it was post-Nintendo. Okay. You can't start these conversations <laughs> post-Nintendo. You had yeah. your time yeah. to be all creepy and weird at an early age. <laughs> you had your time. So, <clears throat> yeah, no, she was like, you know, because you're not, you're not like, like, because uh, geishas are women. Mm-hmm. Geishas are women. Among, they're like amongst women. They are seducers. They are, the, they are the women that will be at pleasure dens. Yes. Like, you're not trying to send your daughter out there as a mobile pleasure den. <laughs> no, that doesn't sound safe. No. Right? <laughs> That's what every woman's trying to avoid being. <laughs> For the most part. I am not a mobile pleasure <laughs> den. <laughs> like, we just need t-shirts to say that. I I'm not, not a, a mobile not pleasure a den. <laughs> that would be... Yeah, yeah. I, I am not an on-site brothel, please. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. I am not... I am not a... I'm, <laughs> I am not an on-site whorehouse of one. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, mobile pleasure dens are pretty sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, you know, my mom was definitely trying to create a geisha out of me. Yeah. Which is weird. It's weird. <laughs> well, I mean, she got you to have a mustache, so. I do have a mustache. <laughs> some some things just stick. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, I, uh. I've been workshopping this in my head this whole entire time, and I got it. Okay. Right? She tried to make me <laughs> yes. a negation. Now, I don't think you want to know what you're out there saying that. <laughs> don't just be out there talking about being a negation. I will, I will not. <laughs> she tried to make me a negation. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, it was, cause it, it was tough because it was like, I hate that it had to land on negation because mm-hmm. I wanted it to work. I wanted it to work in Negroes somehow, like because mm-hmm. that's that is the the, the actual proper word, mm-hmm. which is that's not fair. Why is our racial slur so close to the also regular thing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Negro, it's like you don't know where a person's going yet <laughs> until after the G. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like yeah. 
it's like for you're like what <laughs> oh okay he's a scientist yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got it got it they got, they got <laughs> you know they got to know what you're talking about so yeah that's uh because none, none of the other ones caucasian crack cracker i guess is as close as you get yeah <laughs> but like the the that the call and the cra yeah yeah like they happen so early in the word that you know right away yeah you know it's uh there really is no no confusion no whether or not somebody's gonna drop a cock or a crack yeah you know yeah it's uh i feel f- i i mean i it makes me think of that that teacher who like used the word and then you know remember the news story about the guy and he was like but i only said it with the ah at the end oh like oh may i borrow a pencil yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my my negation may i borrow a pencil <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah that's uh yeah it's pretty wild it's um man i wrote down here just thick butts <laughs> i don't know why yeah i don't know why but um it's on your mind yeah uh, so again like i think i think one of the things that you constantly have to do and this we're going to get into another segment really quickly uh let's see what, what time we're at but yeah one of the things that you also have to do is learn about things Yes. Right. I think that's important because I think that gives you a different perspective on how to see life. Like every time you learn about something, like everything that you learn about is surviving life or contributing to life somehow, some different way that will give you a spin on the way that you see the world. And I think the more ways that you see the world, the more chance you you have to reach a higher consciousness. The more I guess the more because the more you learn, the more you see that there there's like a pattern, there's a link. Mm. Right. <clears throat> yeah, I was gonna say it's also important to continue to, because you realize that you don't know everything. You know, at some point we like if when you stop learning, you're like, okay, I gotta figure it out. Like when you continue to learn, you gotta you're like, okay, well, you know, nothing's like that's science, but Freud might be wrong. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like he's just a guy that came along that gave us all our facts that we live with for now, but like there's a before and an after him. And and listen, and it's, you're gonna hear more of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> because this is bro knowledge. This yeah. segment is bro knowledge. Listen, we, we're learning. Yeah. We're doing the best that we can. And I talked on our Patreon about some fungi. I was learning about fungi. Yeah. And I didn't take dense notes. I just like looked at the thing and, and I was doing other stuff and you know, it was I, I did the best that I could. I feel like you were like I feel like you gave yourself a little like listen, you understand the dense note thing, like Yeah. It's not my fault. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Sorry, okay. go ahead. So, uh, I like to start off by saying <clears throat> that uh, I do feel like after after learning about fungi again, after relearning, after the reeducation of fungi, mm-hmm. I really feel like the next great leap forward in humanity is not going to be technological. Mm. It's going to be natural, and it's going to be fungi. I hope F- so. Fungi, you do you hope so? I think so. You believe so? I think it would be. I, th- I feel like there's two paths in front of us, right? Yeah. And I hope that w- I feel like the fungi path will be the better path for humanity. All right. We got to Then we got to get in on the ground floor. We got to get in on fungi now. How do we get in on fungi? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. You got to let it grow. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. You already stumped me with these questions. I'm <laughs> in. I'm again. ready. You did it again. <laughs> Fuck, I took all these dense notes so you wouldn't stump me. You kept stumping me on the Patreon with all your fucking questions. So I took these dense notes and already 
You stump me. <laughs> Tell me what you know. Okay. So, <laughs> man, that was such a powerful statement that I made about getting, like, you know, the next leap forward. And <laughs> like, how do we get a little fun? It's like, fuck, damn it. You no. already sold me. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, god damn it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I, li- I like this, and I hope that I can make this make sense throughout my explanation. But fungi, right, as far as what it does in nature, it's like an artificial intelligence. Okay. Right? That when it bonds with something, it boosts its ability. Like it, it makes things alive almost. Or it gives things that s- like seemingly don't have the ability to communicate now the ability to communicate because it communicates through this fungi. It's like almost a brain. It gives things a brain. It does. It like molds to a things. A reasoning brain. Like a... Yes, and it gets into the cells of yeah. things and learns how to, it, like it gets into the, like it grows into the cells of things and learns how to best get what it needs out of this thing, which most of the time comes from giving this thing something it needs. So it figures out what this as a fungi can give this thing it needs. Like what mineral or Basically. whatever. So one of the things, the, the reasons why it uh, bonds with plants and stuff is because it gives, it gets from the plants phosphorus. Phosphorus. Phosphorus, because sometimes these phosphorus, but it, it, I guess it learned that if it, if it does whatever it does to extract phosphorus, the plant, or maybe it's the other way around. Maybe because uh, the plant releases carbon dioxide. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Or, no, it uses carbon dioxide and releases oxygen. Yeah, so it, so the fungi gives carbon dioxide and takes phosphorus. Okay. So, I, again, so this fungi realized <coughs> that when it gives carbon dioxide, that chemical process causes a release of phosphorus from that plant. Mm-hmm. So, like, it got into the cells, like, learned how it worked. What do you know? Do you know what it, how it gets into the cells? Like, does it send oh. spores? I mean, fungi and spores go together for me. Well, so it I don't has know that would mean either, but yeah. So I mean, at all, at all, yeah. It's all there's there's constantly nonstop spores all around us, right? Nonstop. We live in a cloud of fungi spores at all times. And is that just fungi particles floating around? Basically. Okay. You know, getting information. Do they come back, or they just land and grow elsewhere? I don't. I don't know what the connection is as when they're airborne. Okay. We're we're barely tipping the iceberg. There are. Five million, uh, potentially five million species of fungi, and we know only about less than one percent. <laughs> How do we know there's that many if we don't know anything about them? Well, because we're like, there's, <laughs> there's a lot. It's <laughs> a different one. That's, is that the same one? It's a different one. All right. <laughs> you know? I don't know, but it's like it's also one of those phrases where it's like, yeah, it does kind of sound like bullshit. Yeah. It's like it's like yeah, we only know we like less than one percent of the five million species of mushrooms, which is less than we know about the ocean. Yeah. Which is less than we know about space. Or yeah, like, yeah. Like, you know, it's like uh, <laughs> we know more about the o- the we've been farther in space than we have to the center of the earth and the depth or, of the oceans, yeah. the bottom of the oceans. Well, that phrase is so fucking retarded. Yeah. It's like. Those same people will also say that space is infinite. Yeah. Like, how could we possibly know more about something that's infinite? Yeah. Than we know about something that's not infinite. Yeah. Like, just by nature of it being, it's like, well, we know that it's infinite. 
<laughs> we, we don't know we don't nothing. Know, we, don't know, we don't know how long the ocean goes. <laughs> like we don't even know if the ocean's infinite or not. <laughs> Just can't get down there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a wild it's a wild thing to say. <laughs> maybe maybe the Earth really is flat. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I don't know. Can't get far enough into the ocean. Can't, we can't find the bottom. I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> that is that is kind of wild. And then there's like uh, uh, the bumble the bumblebee. Yeah. They say how the bumblebee defies all laws of aerodynamics. Well, clearly it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Our laws seem need to be changed because yeah. it's doing it. How about that? How about we, you know, uh, upgrade our knowledge of aerodynamics based upon the bumblebee. How about we learn from the bumblebee? There should be information. Yeah. There shouldn't be us like throwing our papers up in the air like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't, I don't, I don't understand how he's doing it. <laughs> this is perplexing. <laughs> like, come on. We do that. We can't do that at the bumblebee. We can't no. stop, like, come on, the bumblebee. Yeah. Yeah. It was cute the first time somebody said it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Stop, scientist. Yeah, yeah, please. Get that off of posters. Stat. <laughs> Stat. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like off track now, but I got to say this because I'm thinking about it now. But it also reminds me of, so, like having like, not to, like, not, this is not a racial discussion, but I'm having a racial <laughs> conversation with somebody and talking about how like, I just feel like if you are saying that all white people are racist, which is kind of one of the main components of critical race theory, that is in and of itself racist. You were saying, because like, you can't say that, like, we as black people are impervious to being racist, yet white people are all pervious. Uh huh. That's racist <laughs> to say that all white people are pervious. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen our pores? I mean, come yeah, on. <laughs> yeah, some, y'all some pervious motherfuckers. <laughs> but right, that's racist, and I think that's racism. Mm-hmm. And it was suge- it was said to me at a, at this point in the conversation one time: you got to fight fire with fire. Uh-huh. Which is like, do you know what that like? Do, do you have any fucking link <laughs> to the information encoded in that phrase? Right. Like, do you know how fire is fought with fire? Like, do you know that? Do you know how fire is fought with fire? Like when you if you have a forest fire and you like do a, a secure burn so that there's no more fuel for the fire. Yeah. You get ahead of the fire. Yeah. You, you burn out a big area so that this fire cannot now transport itself. To more area to burn. It can't go past that dead area. Yeah. It's the quickest way. They found that's the quickest way to level an area so that a fire can't now grow past this area. Yeah. Is that what you're going to do with racism? You got to sacrifice somebody. You, you know what I mean? It's just fucking, it's fucking insane. Yeah. It's like you're not fighting fire with fire. Yeah. It's not what you're doing. I understand. Like this is this is where it sounds like a good place to use this phrase. Like that's what they're doing. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what they're doing. I can appreciate that about phrases. Yeah, yeah. But they like these phrases have information. They, the reason why we have these phrases is so that we can pass down this encoded information. Uh huh. Right? That's what makes phrase use so difficult because people misuse it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so how fungi bonds now with the cells is has something called mycelium mm-hmm. oh wow look at you you got words no words this time this is crazy so the, the the mushrooms that we see on the top those are just the uh the, the flowering component of the fungi okay there's <laughs> like some ugly flowers they, they are they are it's um they were it's funny because they kept showing um they were talking about in this documentary at one point about how fungi had been around so long that they figured out the best way to do everything. 
and they showed all these like uh, accelerated, uh, like uh, like hyper motion, hyper speed of mm-hmm. a uh, uh, time lapse. They showed all these time lapse of all these mushrooms growing, and they all start out like dicks. They all just like, <laughs> so it's just like, most efficient. Yeah, like the most efficient way <laughs> to do anything. You see, even in nature, dicks are coming at you <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so these mycelium are the, like the roots, basically, of... Uh, the dicks. The roots of the yeah, dick. Yeah, the roots of the... And they, they go into... Um, so sometimes... There's also something called hyphae, H-Y-P-H-A-E, hyphae, because that's how they were pronouncing it. Okay. And it seems like, from what I can understand, it extends off of the mycelium. Okay. And that's what does, like, the, uh, the, the, those, those crazy connections, like, mm-hmm. sends information and receives information and, and uh, does all that. So what do you think we're going to like throw fungi on the side of humans and like it's going to bond with us and we're going to become like like we've been spending all this time making like robot robots work and all of a sudden it's going to be like you just need a hyphae. You just need some yeah. fun, fungi <laughs> yeah. on you yes. and you'll be like you'll be like flipping like that little character guy or you like the robot suits that make humans like stronger. Yeah. I mean, it could be. I mean, it could be. I mean, it could be us taking the capsules. I don't know <laughs> if we're necessarily going to have something bond with us. I don't think because like that is. <clears throat> So again, one of the reasons that we don't have fungus growing on us and in us at all times yeah. is because of our body temperature. Oh. You know, we're at we're at a temperature that doesn't allow a lot of mushrooms to spore. We're but too warm? We're too warm. We're too yeah. warm. Okay. Yeah. Which is, you know, I guess one of the reasons like if you you know, people I guess you have to be sick to get a fungal infection. Oh. Maybe you have to have low temperature, you have maybe bad circulation. Yeah, yeah. You know? I guess so. That's probably why fungal infections happen most often in people's toes. Yeah, far away. Fingernails. Yeah. Like. So, I mean, I listen, we're just connecting dots. Yeah, yeah. Right now. Yeah. But, yeah, you don't want a fungal, you don't want fungi, a fungi drawn inside of you. Because it, it's like, like, it bonds with your cells. Yeah. It finds your fucking cells. Yeah. It's crazy. It's you know? definitely... Um, uh, what's the Spider-Man movie where the black Spider-Man? Oh, Venom. Venom is definitely Venom. Yeah, yeah black Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the African-American Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> Actually, it'd be Spider-Boy. Yeah, <laughs> Spider-Boy. Spider-Boy. Yo, Spider-Boy, what up? <laughs> so, yeah, so... um. The guy, one of the guys was talking, and again, like some of this stuff was just confusing me, you know, because I don't know, I didn't, he did, they didn't go into deeper explanation for me to fully get what they were saying. Yeah. So he was, he goes, uh, you know, you have single cell organisms and you have multi cell organisms. Well, fungi are different because fungi is uh, a single grouping of, like, a, a single, is a single complex grouping. Oh, of course. And like, Wait, so is it a single-celled organism that it's groups with the... Because, like, it didn't Yeah, stay. yeah, yeah. Like, what is that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Just a science work that you're really like, okay, I'll yeah. memorize that and write that down on the test. I wrote it down. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Don't know what that means. But they, 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 they are unique in that they communicate with each other, and that's, that's, that's their benefit. Yeah. Like, they can 
grow like the mycelium just like grows out and finds food. It just distri- it like goes through what it goes through rocks. Yeah, it creates dirt by like breaking down rocks and it shoots it, um, like it shoots the hyphae into the rock. Like when it grows on it, it shoots the hyphae into the rock at more pressure than the inside of a car tire. And like just breaks down. Mm, I don't know what that geez. means either, but it just means hard. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but it's um. Yeah. So yeah, you know, uh, you, you got any more questions about fungi? Cool. <laughs> what do you got? Um, what? Oh, I was gonna ask you something. Oh, what did you learn? What makes it not a plant or an animal or both? Well, again, yes, it was. Just, it, was it was what I was saying before. It, she was like, it's like an animal that has to consume other organisms. Okay. Right. And I mean, that's the way she said it, like other organisms. Okay. So I don't know. Again, like it's still, as, as we discussed on the Patreon, the Venus flytrap kind of crushes that theory. Yeah. Unless she has a way to explain that the Venus flytrap is not consuming another organism. Right. Right. Um, so, yeah, so that was that. Okay. And then, uh, I mean, you got questions, I got answers. <laughs> um, yeah. But we so that's pretty much all I got because I only watched like the first 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, but yeah, it started to get into like how it communicates with trees and everything. But that's yeah. that's that's the next 15 minutes. OK, yeah, OK. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you'll find out how to get us in the, la- the next 15, the yeah. 15 minutes after that. Yeah, but fungi are pretty uh, they're pretty resilient, pretty resourceful. Yeah. Creatures. OK. Whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. Right? It's uh. And pen- penicillin yeah. was basically, the reason why it was an accident is because, you know, they always say penicillin was discovered by accident. They got a Petri dish open, and he was, st- you know, studying uh, back, like, the, like mold. And this fungus, like pen- the penicillin <laughs> is the name of this fungus, it flew into the Petri dish, landed there in the dish, and then created a little border where the mold wasn't growing. And they were like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, it was like like a spore flew through the air? Basically, because they're constantly in the air. Yeah. You know? So, basically, yeah. Just came in the window. Blew in the window. Yeah. And then they were like, holy shit, fungi works. Yeah. And that that's... That's what penicillin is? Yeah. And not only that's what penicillin is, that's what basically the birth of antibiotics. Oh... Fungi? It's all based off of fungi. Yeah. Huh. All right. That's crazy, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm just saying. Hmm. I got information. Yeah. I got information this time. Okay. Good job. Yeah. Thank you. I um. Yeah, I think we're, we we, we got to We got to be good. My brain is about to explode. Yeah, you had all that information. Yeah, a lot of information, and um. <clears throat> yeah, we, we we went a little hard on the dicks early on. That was fun. <laughs> That's a good time. Yeah. It's just yeah. too good of a time. Yeah. You know, it's, um, anyway, so anything you want to say? Hey, well, how do you feel about what you just learned about all this fungi? Uh, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah. You know, we live in this world and there's so much around us that we don't like, they're like, there's so much left to be discovered in our world, right? Yeah. Understood. And sometimes I think uh, we lose sight of that. So thank you for bringing us that information. You're welcome. I'm glad you enjoyed the information. <laughs> Thank you for receiving my information. <laughs> so, I mean, I know this is a little bit of a different kind of an episode. We only still two segments. <laughs> two segments. We got to get through. The, they're good segments. Yeah. They're fun. Yeah. 
But do you, what, what do you feel like? Did you feel like this mushroom knowledge helped get you anywhere? We also discovered some things about men and women. Yeah. We, 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 we discovered something. I forget what it was. But yeah, we that we're going to get me a T-shirt that says I'm not a mobile oh, yeah, pleasure den. Mobile pleasure den. Thank yeah. you. So do you feel like you got any closer to enlightenment this week? You know, I, I think so. You know, like I'm, I'm not going to like I feel like it's every week if it's like, no, I didn't. You're like universe. You're not teaching me anything. Right. And yeah. I feel like the universe taught me this week. So I've got to respect the universe and I've got to say yes. You know, there, I'm learning. I'm working on it. I hear you, universe. You know, fungi. Thank you. I, I see you on the universe as well. Yeah. And uh, well, yeah, I feel like I learned something, too. I feel like I got a little closer. I, I forgave myself for something. Mm-hmm. For I being apolog- a geisha, I, I apolog- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I apologize to myself for something, and still I enjoy a good dick joke. I didn't change. Yeah, and I feel like I moved a little bit closer. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it feels good. It feels good that I'm, I, I'm, I'm proving proving the possibility of this quest. Yeah. Didn't reach enlightenment. <laughs> like fully. you've got a dick sword on your quest, <laughs> yeah. like, <laughs> and a vagina shield, like <laughs> going to battle. Man, tune into the next episode for dick sword and vagina shield. That'd be like <laughs> that. Man, who wields that? Only the worthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on now. <laughs> it got to be two people. One person has the sword. One person has the shield. You don't think it'd be right if one person like that would be like the person. Let's yeah. like. Um, is it Arthur in the stone? The yeah, guy that yeah, can yeah. put like, if like you, you find the dick sword in the vagina, it can only be released. You bet you need two people, right? The yin and yeah, the yang. Need, so it's a woman that yields the sword and a man that yields the shield. That's the yin and the yang. Yeah. That's how it's got to be. They have to find each other. Yeah. Every, every, every era, those two people <laughs> have to find each other. <laughs> to save the world. To save the world. Yeah. So, oh, shout outs. Man. This was like this is a little this episode was all dense. This is a <laughs> information dense episode. What do you think? Yeah, I mean it was it was definitely in sport mode. Yeah, <laughs> this full episode this episode was in sport mode. It was go the whole yeah. time. Man, I hope I hope the brains out there can handle it. Yeah, I know mine couldn't. I I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't handle doing it. No, no. I want to shout out to Mike Butler, Mike Levy, Lizbot, Doc, Kevin Stevens, Julian from Canada, Kevin Lau, Mary Jo Butterly, Nicole Raj, Nell, Courtney, Rick, Keith Butts, Andrew Pace, Kyle Hancock. Oh, did I forget? Meg that says that so. Mm-hmm. Julian's wife. Oh, man. Andrew Pace, Kyle Hancock. <laughs> wow. My brain just shut off. <laughs> My brain just went straight out of sport mode. Just Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Angel Pace, Kyle Hancock, Erica Daniels, Levi Mercer, Justin Masabi, Ezekiel Ellis, Logan Ryan, Roger Down, Joe Rob, Joe Francis, and his girlfriend's company, Saved by the Reef, TJ James, our man down under holding us down, Nick Cuffsey and his two books, Lost in the Mail, and the five people you meet in Wawa. This old guy, Chris Bruno, not this old, Chris Bruno's not this old guy, but Chris Bruno, shout out. I missed a message from him about uh, watching the fights, and I feel really bad about it. I mean, I wouldn't have gone to the bar to watch the fights, but like, just mm. so he knew. Yeah. You know, that would have been nice. Um, but I was uh, avoiding my messenger because I was uh, avoiding my sister. Whoops. Whoops. Kevin McGrath, Graham Hoffman, Chris Tucker, Derek Towson, who is my brother. We have different last names, but whoops. Sean Dowdy, the, the king of shrimp. <coughs> he has some great <laughs> shrimp tonight. He's a seafood king. 
Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so he's also, but you know, he's he's also that crown cover shrimp. Mm -hmm. So he's the king of shrimp. Yeah. (laughs) So um, uh, Guy Patterson, Brian Bachner, Scotty Rodriguez, Sean the Boner King, King of All Boners. That cover, uh, sport, king of all sport modes. <laughs> <laughs> John Montag, Sam Amon, Ken Snyder. Oh, damn, I didn't write it down again. Something true. Damn it. All right. I'm going to write that down. But I'm, you're currently listening to Melissa Ball Kingdom. My brain is shutting down. I am so sorry. I love you all. Good night. Sure.